When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Oh, Jay Fuel. First we had him like, now they're like, what, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. What Good up, morning, Key? Jay. What's what happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Oh, Jay's feeling it. Man, what? This is X, man. Yeah, DMX for a minute, man. Had it on Smash. Man, the only dude I know that makes me want to pray through rap lyrics. <laughs> he, there's like something, he was like the Westbrook of hip-hop. He oh gave you God. everything. I don't mean Westbrook this last yeah. year. I mean, <laughs> Westbrook, he the type that gave you everything he had. He didn't hold oh. anything back. Man, I appreciate pe- like performers like that. Oh, my goodness. What's happening, man? Oh, man. I still got pizza in my system. <laughs> and you're, sitting, Yo, you're okay, lactose you know, intolerant? Crazy yesterday <laughs> in social media, man. A lot of people are like, man, you can't eat pizza with utensils. I'm like, eat pizza whatever damn way you want to eat pizza. What are y'all no, talking about? I mean, about? they got to, you know, people got to complain about something, especially if they don't really understand the difference in pizza, right? Pizza can be thin, it can be thick. thick and in yeah, this yeah. case, it was a thick pizza and it was in a hot situation. Hot uh, situation. A hot, a hot, deep dish. And I'm not sticking my hand in there <laughs> doing all that. I'm going to take the little spatula. You like, uh, you like spatula. thick pizza? You like thick pizza? I like a lot of things thick, but you stick yeah. your hand down in there and you what? flip it up, what? and it's just easier to eat it. I don't want all the sauce and grease and all that on my hands. I'm, I don't, it reminds, you know, me, of, uh, it reminds so me of the Larry David Super Bowl commercial. A fork? I have ten forks right here. I'm it's so, hot, man. You need a no, fork. I just I'm so immature you know. this morning. I'm so uh, immature this yeah, morning. Yeah, I, li- I like eating it to see it. it, it look how it look, man. Look, I mean, come on. That's, that's the, the cheese is dripping and everything. Yeah, I like the Key in the tramp the right there. That's key in the tramp. That's that, you know, that's but it, that was fun. I had a great time in Chicago with you, Jay. What does no, that make me since I was with him? Key, do you do you eat? Me too. Chicago was great. Do you great. eat thin sliced pizza with utensils? No, I do not. Okay, okay, all right, all right. That, no, I there do we not. Go. Okay, well, well let's and say I you like, did. So and I like thin sliced pizza, crispy. So I like mm-hmm. the the bottom of it crispy, opposed mm-hmm. to you know the the soft. Uh, what do they call it? Um, Neapolitan, I think yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah, call it, or yeah, something like that. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that because it's too soft. I like it nice and like crispy. Like fold it in half, fold it, yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. pick yep. it up in, in as much. Throw a little easier, pepper flakes on there with some, with some garlic thing. powder when and everything. We go to these different cities. We got to try the pizza from different cities. That, that's that, that needs to be our new ongoing. Well, I don't theme. think I don't think going to Memphis is yeah. going to have pizza. It's more like a barbecue mm. situation. Barbecue pizza. Well, Chicago was great, guys. It was just great. It's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Wait a minute, man. What are you talking about, man? Chicago great. Oh, we great. had a great time in Chicago. It was great. Sorry, Max. You couldn't Oh, I remember the deep dish pizza. pizza. You remember that, Max? Caught a, yeah, caught it. Took in a Cubs game. Deep dish pizza. It was great. Are we going to a Cubs game? We're going June. Loved it. I felt bad for them. They were going to go to a Cubs game. Tuesday, but it was like Too six degrees. Cold, yes. So why would you? Why would you go sit outside? Bears game. Yeah. Find right? me upstairs at the bar. Uh, meantime, in the NBA, it was bananas last night. Listen, comebacks of, for the ages. Golden State rolling. Let's start with. Uh, let's start with that comeback last night, though. I really thought this series was going to be 
like Jamal Murray and, 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 and Donovan Mitchell from a couple years ago in the bubble back and forth between Ja and, 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 and Edwards. It doesn't always work that way, the way you think it's going to be scripted. It hasn't been that exactly. But Memphis is a deep and excellent team, and that was quite a comeback. This is Ja Morant yesterday with uh, Sean Kelly and Ross Gold and Wunde. I forget how to pronounce Ross. Uh, you got uh, it. Ross, 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 Ross is Just name. Ross Gold. Ross, Ross. Ross Gold. Ross, yeah, there you go. John Morant, our star of the game. Down. Hey, what's Y'all up, Y'all hear that growl up there? Oh, my goodness. We got dogs on this side, Boy. man. Is that what that is? We got dogs over here. <laughs> we ain't got no chihuahuas either. Big German <laughs> Shepherds. It was an emotional roller coaster. How do you manage that? Uh, honestly, it was all me for real. My teammates, <laughs> they got on me pretty much. You know, I, I came out slow, picked up two fouls, didn't allow me to, you know, be able to play physical. I started playing lazy. Uh, you know, I was giving up easy baskets to, uh, you know, Pat. And then um, they just told me, you know, I had to wake up. Um, I still feel like I didn't, but I had a triple-double. So, you know, I had to just affect the game in other ways, which is, you know, limiting them to one shot, you know, getting the rebound, and then, you know, sharing the ball with my teammates. This is what an anchor man, Will Ferrell from the movie I Am. If something's in prompter or something's <laughs> written down, I read it without understanding. I've worked with Roz like a dozen times, and I see just the name. I start to read the name as though I'm completely unfamiliar with this. Sorry, Roz. Go ahead. At Jay. least it wasn't in all caps. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> so you yell it. Uh, first off, shout out to Desmond Bain. <laughs> made seven threes last night. Ja Morant, a triple-double. But Memphis was given a gift. You know what that gift was, Key? No, you're going to tell me. The dumbest, most idiotic coaching that I've seen in the playoffs thus far. Mm. And with all due respect to Chris Finch, I know he just signed an extension in April. I'm glad you got your money. You have a very young basketball team with your star player being Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Memphis went on a 21-0 run late in the game, and there was no timeout called to stop the run. I mean, what the hell are we doing? Is this preseason? Is this the beginning of the regular season? That might be acceptable if you're allowing your young team to work through that. And I know some coaches do that. Hey, I want my young squad or my team to work through this run and find ways to have answers. But when you're seeing that lead go down to 10 (laughs) and you see that your team has no damn answer, call a damn timeout. They were down 26 at one point, the Grizz. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is coaching. Like, you're giving this away. So now I watch you on game two. Leave your star player in the game. Carl Anthony Towns, get him in foul trouble in the first half. What are you doing? Dumb. Dumb on Carl Anthony Towns' part and his part. And now in this game, a 21-0 run against a team. Game three at home. This is a game you got to get. Come on, man. You gave yeah, away no, the game. You gave it away. Yeah. If, you, if, if what you're saying is perfectly correct that you having somebody go on a run like that, and you don't call a timeout, you basically are giving the game away. Because you want to stop that run, right? You want that run to slow down. If you had to use multiple timeouts in between that run to adjust on the sideline and make everybody realize what's happening right there, you blew a 20. You allowed them to come back down by 26 and get you late in the game. That's your fault. Yeah, and I understand Carl Anthony Towns is supposed to be the big guy. But, look, here's what I would say, Jay, about Carl Anthony Towns. Because he is a big that plays well at times, I think a lot of us in the media, so to speak, you guys, especially Jay in the media, pushes him up. 
pushes him up a little bit more than what it probably warrants. And I think that is when you look at the situation with Jimmy Butler, when he was there, Jimmy Butler had to get away from him because he saw the fact that he wasn't taking it and running with it, and he didn't want to be a part of that. But yet and still, we anoint this call Anthony Towns' team, not D. Russ's team, not Anthony Edwards' team. We just simply say, oh, it's Carl Anthony's team it can't when be it his probably team. really yeah, isn't his team. his team. It can't be his team. If he, he had one great playoff – in my memory, he's had one great playoff game, first game of this series. Otherwise, he's been MIA. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, you're in year seven, man. Like, why are you even making those fouls in game two? And last night was embarrassing for Cat, and I love Cat. Cat and I went to the same high school – St. Joseph's High School in Metuchen, New Jersey. Shout out to St. Joe's. Shout Falcons. out, shout out. Shout out, baby, all day. But I'm just saying, when you look, don't do that, Gates. Don't do that. See, that's He's not playing Philly, Rough Riders that's for that Philly one. Stuff. That's that Philly stuff. There's a lot of hate on Central Jersey. Yeah. All I'm trying to say to you is when you take four shots, Key, as a dude that signed a rookie max extension for $158 million, four shots on eight points, you have the same amount of fouls, as you do rebounds, Key. Five yeah, fouls clear. to five rebounds. What yeah. are we doing? Clear, clearly, Jay, St. Anthony's, was it St. Anthony's? Which no, high yeah, school? St. Joe's High School. St. Joe's yeah, High School yeah. didn't teach basketball yeah, IQ, yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah, part yeah. of it. Yeah, thanks. You know, if John Morant is not going to have a great <laughs> offensive game, if I tell you ahead of time, they're going to be up 26. T-Wolves will be up 26, and John won't have a great offensive game. You'd be like, oh. This, oh, this is in the you would say Ja played bad. This is in the I mean, bad. Ja and yeah. Jerry Jackson standards. were in foul trouble in the first ja, quarter. Ja, by his standards, did not have a good game. No, and had a triple-double. And they came back tw- down 26. Yeah, but the impact of the player is it, whether he didn't play great, he played great when he needed to. And I think that that is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about star players. You play great when you need to. Yep. People like the Joker don't play great when you need oh, to. that's a you, whole other it, thing. It, it, I, it is a whole other thing, but I'm just – I'm but just we're get adding that. Yeah, of course we are. But I'm just adding that to it because when you say, well, he didn't play his best game, but he played his best game at the moments in time in which he needed to, Jay. I, 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 can't, believe you, for that. I can't believe you said you like a lot of things thick. Mm. Mm. I mean, who doesn't? Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. Keyshawn, <laughs> Jay, Will, and Max. Yo, why, why wouldn't I? You think I don't like thick pizza? <laughs> okay. Delicious. Just clarify. No, Jay just like. I'm so thick, mature. Jay just like thick, big hands on the spine of his back. No. Yes. See? No. Jay, you're a little obsessed with it. No. So stop. you miss it a little bit stop now. Tell the truth. Stop changing the narrative. Stop changing that the narrative. Dude put his hand this on is your, not about me. It's what back. he said earlier. Straight Talk know, Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Keyshawn J. Willemax is I'm not presented team, by Progressive Insurance. That was not the only comeback of the night. And now there is a new favorite to chip up this year. What? Brand new favorite in the NBA to win the what? whole thing. That's next. We're back in less than two minutes on most ESPN radio stations. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, uh, guys, (laughs) you saw this video of Mike Tyson on the plane, right? 
What's wrong? Yeah, I Evan? sent y'all. I sent y'all the. I sent y'all the content. Oh, that's I saw, right. I got I it from it, you. Yeah. Oh my I was god. Like, oh my. I, I was on a plane and I saw. I said, "Oh." I started looking around over my shoulder on the plane, like, "Please don't let anybody like this be around me." Do you know how relaxed and philosophical Mike is these days? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, Do you well, know what? The, I'm just. I'm sorry. You have there your own some, marijuana ranch. That's there, why there are some people, and I get it. Oh, let all the facts come out. Let's find out what happened. No, guys, I've been on plane. <laughs> I've been in situations where people have been, even if they're kind of fans, right? Or they are fans. They're overly aggressive, and you're like, hey, hey, you know, yeah, calm but down, you, no Ma- Max, Max, huh? Come on, man. In all fairness, you, you I, I would harass you all day long. It's no, I'd mess with you, heckle you, pull your ears, your hair, <laughs> pull my everything. ears. I'll do all <laughs> of that. Fighting, pull my ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd be fighting. I <laughs> would rather fight you than Mike Tyson. All That's day what I'm long. saying. No, wait. I would rather fight you. <laughs> yeah. Than Floyd Mayweather. Why in the hell no would kidding. I even? Why, why would I even mess with Mike? I would. I'm not even saying hi to Mike Tyson. Other you're than, a moron. hey, how you That's, doing, champ? And I'm keeping it moving. No, Mike's oh, a great dude now. No, I, mean, I would just say hi to Mike and keep it moving. Because l- just the fact that he's Mike Tyson will scare the it out of me. Yeah. Period. How do you even, like, somebody has to tell you if you're kicking this chair, if you're doing something, like, yo, you know who that is, right? That's like the name you know that, that means is, don't right? do it to that guy. Exactly. <laughs> but check this out. But check this out, coach. The people on the plane was just like, hey, Mike. They weren't trying to get in the middle of it. They was just like from a distance. Hey, Mike, no, not don't do that. But hey, that's Mike. what I'm saying. Imagine what this guy had to do to get that reaction out of Mike Tyson. I immediately thought of the hangover, though, right? Like, I immediately yes. thought, like, oh, the champ still got it. That was completely unnecessary. Key, you know what? My ass is the guy that would have been standing at that. I would have been filming it with my phone because I'm not coming nowhere. I'm just watching it. Man, nobody I, was coming. I'm like, you got it, man. You put your, you did it seen- for yourself. We've seen flights, I mean, fights on flights on video before. <laughs> and everybody on a plane gets in the middle of it. Try to break it up. Oh, don't do this. Man, wasn't nobody com- coming nowhere near Mike. There's... They was from a distance talking about, hey, champ, relax. Mike, don't do that. Don't but, just. But, like, think about what it means. Well, imagine you're picking a fight with Mike Tyson. You're picking a fight with Mike no, Tyson. This is a new show. No, fights you're not picking flights. a you're not picking show. a fight with Mike Key, Tyson. We, Key, we need the to produce this show. The drink is picking yeah. a fight. Well, whatever it is, show. fights on flights. If you want to know why alcohol is not your friend, just take a look at that video. Just send us videos of fights oh, on flights, please. Leave Mike alone. He's just trying to live his life. We are back in 10 seconds. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Curry off the screen. Splash traffic. Dribble drive to the rim. He beats Jokic to the rim. Around and down for the bucket. Steph is... uh 
totally calm in those circumstances. You know, wants the wants the ball, wants the big shot. It's just an amazing feeling to know that we can put it together. And you can tell how much we wanted this one uh, to come into on, on the road and, and prove that we could, you know, beat a good team like that. Got to finish it off. Guys, the backcourt for the Warriors dropped 80. But not only did they drop 80, Steph and Jordan Poole both had 27. Clay had 26, made six threes. 80. Yeah, you take out the broom, man. This thing is over. Vacuum, not a broom. Vacuum, They're using yeah. vacuums with them because they're getting ready to get vacuumed up for the second straight year in a row. Last year, what was it, the Suns that got them? And this yeah. year it's going to be the Warriors. Jokic. Yeah, he's, about to, he's not the Eggman anymore. He's going to be the Dyson because he's going to get vacuumed up in the playoffs every year. 37-18-5 with three steals, but in the moments of truth, he did not come through. I, Wait, I say that, that again, one. Evan. I didn't get that one either, yeah. uh, Jay. I just it's a brand of vacuum. You, you, but you upgraded yeah, him. Like You upgraded no, him to the highest vacuum. Like you upgraded him to a Dyson. He's just I don't, a, I don't, a, simple, he's a simple Hoover. Yeah, There Remember you go, Keith. Thank you. Downgrade him. Don't upgrade him. You don't vacuum your house, do you, Evan? Yeah, I do. What kind of yeah, vacuum? We do used to you call use? it a dustbuster no, back Jay. in the day. A little, no, just Jay. call it a dustbuster. You don't vacuum your house. Well, yeah, that's it's not. Difference. This is a not about me, Key. This is are about those hardwood? Are those hardwood floors? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the nice nine-inch plank. You know who you didn't have? play that well on oh. the hardwood last night? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go, Max. No rug is going to cover up that mess. <laughs> I mean, look, it is true. There's no Porter Jr. and there's no Jamal Murray. However, and he did put up a big stat line. Yo- I-, I have a theory about guys like Jokic, meaning they're doing it on timing and smarts. I think this also applies to James Harden and some others. Guys who don't play up, play up in the playoffs where you're like, wait a minute, I thought you were an MVP. Where, why aren't you an MVP right now? When you're doing the same thing in baseball, if a dude's doing it with smoke and mirrors, like a junk ball pitcher, right? In the playoffs. You because you're facing a right. You're yeah. facing other very smart players who yeah. are also great athletes. They're big, they're fast. It's LeBron James, it's Embiid, it's Giannis, it's usually KD. That's what plays up, not, not Jokic, apparently. See, I'm with well, you, Max. Yeah. First off, it's embarrassing that they're getting swept. A gentleman sweep? Okay, get one, though. You got to get one. And you talk about Jokic had 37 and 15. You look at those numbers, you're like, oh, wow, like those, those, those are great numbers. But he didn't have impact on the game. So he had two turnovers and an impact moment of the game, a lob to Aaron Gordon, and then he got his pocket you know, ripped by Draymond Green down the stretch. So, like, my thing is I'm looking at it and I'm saying, okay, that, that was the MVP. I gave him my MVP vote. But then I'm watching Joel Embiid, make a game winner against Toronto and he's coming through in impact moments and I'm watching Jokic not have the same impact on the game even though his stat line has got them to that point. He, he well is. that's what I always say though man you can't pay attention to the stat line. Yeah. You got to pay attention to the moment. When you talk about Embiid that's a moment. That is that mm-hmm. is when star players rise above. When you talk about moments that is when LeBron James Dagger or Kobe Bryant dagger, Michael Jordan dagger. And I'll push back a little bit on the James Harden situation with you, Max, mm-hmm. because he did take the Houston 
Rockets down all the way to game seven yep. without a Chris Paul and against the Golden State he Warriors. Did. So, you know, I understand recent history for him has been a little uchy in terms of – I made up another word there. Uchy. Uh, uh, uchy. You hear that? Uh, you'll, you'll start Horrific using that. And uchy. Uh, uchy. I, I have to um, figure out what that means exactly, but yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. You, can, you, can, you can certainly see, and I understand about James Harden, but here's what I would say about the yoke Joker, Yoke Man, all the other stuff. MVP in the regular season does nothing for me. Because Agreed. if I get to the postseason and I cannot take my team and put the be- moments on my back and deliver – I often said this when I played in football. You can shut me down for three and a half quarters, but I promise to God I am going to bite really hard mm. on the last couple possessions of a game when my team needs me the most. I'm going to figure out how to get it Jay, done. Jay, that MVP thing. In the, there's an MVP for the regular season and for the finals. But the playoffs, oh, which is a second season, really, it's two months long, it can be, and 10 out of 15 teams in each conference make it. How are we talking – like, MVP for the regular season, that's why, like, uh, Yates is from Philly. He loves Embiid. If you would have given the regular season – I think it was Embiid in the regular yep. season. But if Giannis or, or Jokic gets it, to me, they were very similar. Who cares? That's not I'm when it you, really man. starts. It's just a talking point. I mean, it, it feels like the MVP of the regular season is empty calories to me. Yeah, man. Because at the end of the day, nobody really cares. They actually use it to knock you if you don't take your team deep in the playoffs. You know, here's another one, well, he should, guys. Though, but he should, though, Jay, in all honesty. I get it. He is a, a good basketball player, all those sort of things. But in the postseason, based on what he did in the regular season, he should carry that over into the postseason. I, I should, yep. that's it, what shouldn't, the key, but like, it shouldn't tighten up because it's the postseason. If you're good in the regular season, you should be good in the postseason. But that's what I'm saying, Key, like, my thing, the MVP at least gets you one win. Yep. Like, I, Gentlemen I, get, I get that they're undermanned and they're going against uh, the death lineup. Kobe, AI, they'll get you one. They'll get you one, man. Yep. And, that, and that's my thing. That this was the game for him to get one. And I, I get it. Jordan Poole, I mean, he had three guys that pretty much went up for 30. Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, and Steph Curry. And Draymond Green played his ass off. As but always. Like, an MVP – Get you at least one. Hey, you know what? And by the way, speaking of stats not telling a story, Draymond Green, if he's not in the Hall of Fame one day, it's a crime. It's ridiculous. And his stats won't tell you that, but if you watch the game, you know it. Here's another one. Quarterbacks in the NFL, it's just like fastballs to me in baseball key, and it's not a perfect analogy, right? Brains and completion. But the quarterbacks who tend to excel in the Super Bowl, for example, are guys with arms. Like Peyton Manning was a great quarterback. He obviously was better in the regular season than the playoffs. Just look at his career, right? He didn't have to – his career he had a lot of bad playoff games by his standards. He was not a big, strong-armed guy, right? He was doing it with smarts. Tom Brady, bigger arm, stronger arm. A guy like uh, even the Terry Bradshaw, he wasn't the finesse guy, but he had a big, strong arm. Look at the guy. Patrick Mahomes. Look who's making a run now. Josh Allen, right? The guys who play up in the playoffs against the other great players. Even a guy like Nick Foles can throw it down the field, right? The, the, those well, kind of guys. I can't believe you just said Nick Foles. <laughs> after that's, all those that's other well, saying, my point is. You're killing me now, Max. No, but my point is he is not a guy. He's not a dink and dunk guy. In other words, guys who can step up into the pocket and deliver throws down the field yeah. are the guys. It's the same thing. I can tell you a pitcher that's not that great in baseball, but he got a real fastball. 
that, well, that plays part of, up well, that in, was in the part playoffs. Of, uh, that was part of Kershaw's problem, along with the bats didn't help him out. But mm. for yeah. a while in the postseason, he, he Kershaw had some stuff, but he never really had a, a 98, 102. That wasn't his deal. He had a lot of stuff. And eventually, obviously, he won, but that was a knock on him is that he just didn't have it in the postseason. Will Nikola Jokic get in the zone in game four? Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Looks like the Cardinals and Kyler have put their issues behind them. Key says that's cute. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We have oh. our mock draft here on KJM, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speakers. Presented by Progressive Insurance. We have our mock draft at 9 a.m. today. And every day, four selections are made. By the way, guys, Chris Olave is still on the board. Will mm-hmm. the Ravens, in our mock draft, give Lamar finally a real dynamic weapon? Find out at 9 a.m. Eastern. And for Monday's draft, if you want to pick for the L.A. Chargers... Call now. Boy, the Chargers look loaded. If you want to pick for the New Orleans Saints, by the way, they on the low look loaded. Call now. You will pick for them. We'll play it on Monday. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Are the Steelers not loaded? I thought you loved the Mitchell Trubisky move. Well, no, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I give it a B plus before the entire division. You know, before Deshaun Watson, like everywhere you look. Wait, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson. Oh, it's a problem. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Oh, it's, it's not looking so good. Right if it, by the way, if the Steelers got to do it on just because y'all poke fun and Mitch, he gonna turn out to be the best quarterback in the division. Okay, yeah. let's see when they drop I, Malik I, Willis. Yeah. Let's see when they get Malik Willis. Then let's talk. If they get if they if the Steelers if if they draft Malik Willis and he turns out to be the real deal, who has better quarterbacks, the North or the West in the AFC? Ooh. It is gangster. Ooh. All right, Steve Kime, guys, the Cardinals presser. Speaking of excellent quarterbacks. At, at, said this about Kyler Murray's status with the team. Listen to this. Every other player that's been a third-year quarterback has been done in the middle of the summer to late summer, and it's no different for us. You know, it's 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 just sort of the way that, that the system works. And um, but but nothing has changed in terms of him being our long-term and short-term quarterback. 
There's been a lot of speculation out there, the possibility of you guys trading Kyler. Could, could you, can you rule that out? Zero chance. No, there you go. Zero chance of trading Kyler Murray. And much like Steve Kime said, that these deals typically for third-year guys who come become eligible for extensions at the quarterback spot get done in the summertime to the start of the season. And remember, guys, I said this way back, I don't know, whatever it was, a couple months ago when Kyler Murray initiated all this by scrubbing his social media of all cardinal things and his agent putting out statements about now, 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 we need to get paid right now. It's like, hold on, man. You just became eligible 24 hours ago for an extension. Slow it down. But that speaks to the immaturity, not only of Kyler Murray, but for whatever reason, I believe the inexperience of his agent being having to deal with situations of top-notch quarterbacks like Kyler Murray. So in the end, the Arizona Cardinals, one, are going to pay their quarterback. They've already locked up Steve Kahn, the general manager. They've already locked up Cliff Kingsbury, his head coach, who hand-selected him out of Oklahoma. So it's a no-brainer. He's going to get paid. There's no big deal. Here's the problem that you face, though. You lose Kristen Kirk. Yeah, you sign A.J. Green back, who's now on a one-year deal, but you you missed your vertical stretch guy in Kristen Kirk, who's now in Jacksonville, who went there to get the bag. What is this team actually going to look like? Is it going to be the same Arizona Cardinal offense that we seen a year ago or two years ago when Kyler Murray was healthy, or are we going to see something totally different? Key, here's my question I have to you uh, as, a, as a star wide receiver in this game. Yes, that's is, correct. Yes, that is. <laughs> I didn't say five-star. Um, when you – like Patrick Peterson, who's a legend with the Cardinals, right, when he comes out and he says, no disrespect to Arizona Cardinals, but I feel like they don't put the team in a position to be successful year after year, and Kyler Murray's not going to sit around and wait for that, right? And then Kyler Murray responds and says on Twitter, quote, tweet, I want to win Super Bowls with the Cardinals. AZ is home. You say the word immaturity. The talent is undeniable. I get that. I love the talent. You can question whether he's durable or not, right, because he's always getting hurt. But when you see that fluctuation of wiping my social media board clean and then come back, now I want a beer because I'm going to – does that worry you at all? Does that translate to the field about being able to lead grown-ass men, people who have demonstrative personalities like yourself? No. I don't think I don't think it worries me at all. Um, his right tackle was on with us a month ago, and he talked about Kyler Murray's immaturity and about him being able to take the next step in his growth. And so when I look at that with Kyler Murray, I feel the same way. He's young, man. He's young, okay? And when you're young sometimes, you do things, say things, especially in the social media world, that once you hit sin, you essentially can't take it back no matter what you do. And I think at a time – when he looked up at the end of the season and on record things started to come out and leak out slowly about his personality and his locker room presence and all of the different things in Kyler Murray's situation that he was ticked off. And he said to himself, man, I'm tired of them treating me this way, you know, in the media, telling people certain things about me. And so in the end, he decided to say, you know what, bump this, I'm going to take it and do it this way. And then he realized when things calmed down because an emotional situation, when you have emotions and and things at the end of the season, you just say stuff. You do stuff. You say stuff. Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady abruptly retired at the end of the season after losing a playoff game. And then a couple months later, he's like, you know what? Calming down, period. You know, I'm going to go back and play. That is what happens 
think about it, Jay, as in a locker room. When the game is over and you went uh, 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 nine for 28 shooting and they run <laughs> up to your locker, you're like, man, what are you doing in my locker? I you know. know, you, you but say but, stuff. But, but Keaton, it only feels like, like Tom, when you use Tom Brady, like Tom Brady's won so many Super Bowls. So if you're a Super Bowl champion, like what am I saying to you? Before no, 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 but I'm talking I about the saying, frustration yeah. from a frustration standpoint Point. where you lose in the fashion in which you lost to the Rams. Now, all of a sudden, you're like, you know what? I don't feel like dealing but, with but this key, anymore. Two things. Number one, Kelvin Beecham, his right tackle was on the show. You referred to that. Yes. Number one, he is small. He does wear down. We've seen this now in multiple mm-hmm. seasons. They are yes. undefeated early. First half yes. of the season, 7-0, 8-0, whatever it is, 6-0. And, and then they, he wears down. So that's an issue. Now, think key – about how bad it would have to be, and I, I think it's a great point. I really appreciate the point you make about how youth is wasted on the young in a way, right? You're just young and you're young and stupid. All young people are stupid, basically. It's amazing when they're not, right? They're immature, the whole thing. A lot of I old get that. Are stupid too. But on the other hand, think <laughs> of no question. Think of how bad it has to be behind the scenes for his right tackle to come on this show and express. That he is immature. Like, yeah. I, what a mess and, that has to be. And the, the whole Larry Fitzgerald situation, like, and I just like, you know, hearing from people like around the organization, like the fact that he retired and some of the things that came out around, it's just, it, I don't, and I, I, I'm, look, I sat up here and I fought for the Cardinals all yep. year long. Like, I was a big Cardinal fan, still am. Ooh. I, and you always poo-pooed it. I'm just saying, like, that stuff makes me worry about Kyle What about Murray. that, Key? You yeah, don't but, think it was a mess behind the scenes I, but, for but, but, say that? But, but, Coach, you know I didn't say that. What I'm saying yeah. is he's young. And when you're young, it's going to be a mess behind the scenes. And I think Beecham realized that, and he's trying as a veteran tackle to put his arms around his quarterback and give him the benefit of the doubt. Just because it's bad behind the scenes, they're not all of a sudden going to move on from Kyler Murray, and the front office isn't going to all of a sudden trade Kyler Murray and do. They're not going to do that. They picked him for a reason. They resigned the head coach for a reason to run this system with this quarterback. And yes, he's been hurt. That worries me. He is a small itty bitty. That worries mm-hmm. me. But I'm not the one who drafted him. I don't run the Arizona Cardinals. They're the ones who have to answer uh, Kyler Murray and pay him and make that decision on what they want to give him long term. I'm just simply putting the facts out there as to why he may have felt a certain way early on in the process about his contract when he's looking up and he's seeing everybody else at his position get done at a certain time and not fully understanding you got to go through the draft, you got to go through free agency, got to go through the offseason, get to the summer. If Kyler Murray had uh, uh, stomped up and down and took his bottle and pacifier and ran home in the summer, I wouldn't have a problem with it. When he did it so early in the offseason, it's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. Like, they're not going to pay you yeah. right now. Yeah, I they're appreciate just not going to do it. Like, sometimes it's as simple. The explanation is as simple as he's a, hu- he's a young, immature human being who sees everyone getting paid. Well, why would he do it strate- not strategic? You just have an emotional, re- emotional reaction. Yeah. Boom, you grab absolutely. your phone. Changing, scrubbing, your, scrubbing your social media is as easy as pressing on the top button of, On okay. top of them kind of leaking State, okay. Yeah. So what they were out, doing, yeah, exactly. this is how their tactics went, Max, mm-hmm. the Arizona Cardinals. Because we know already in our mind calculated, right, uh, Jay? You know when in a locker room when it's time to get paid and the season is in the season. The season ain't even over. Players start saying, man, you can make get paid, dog. Mm-hmm. You can make get paid. <laughs> and all the players start to say, man, they're going to have to turn in the bag. You were like in week 15, and you said, man, they're going to have to pay me as soon as the offseason is over. 
Now, all of a sudden, the front office starts to hear that. They start to hear from people. People, Your players start to say, man, y'all going to have to pay Kyler Murray. So what Steve Kime in Arizona, in my opinion, did is they sat out there and they said, let's strategically place some stuff out there about what Kyler Murray has done, who Kyler Murray is, so let's get out in front of it so we can slow this down and kind of not necessarily make him look bad, but make him look bad, so yeah, to speak. David, that's and that's mistake. when Kyler Murray was like, okay, I'm going to teach y'all a lesson. Yep, that's a mistake on their part. You got to know, and, and also a mistake on his part. And I don't know, when you add it all up, the wearing down, the immaturity, I, I hear you, Loki. This was their back. plan. They're sticking with their plan. That's what you're supposed to do. You got a plan, stick with it. Don't get faint of heart just because, you know, the, 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 the negatives pop up. They're always negatives. Meantime, got some uh, crazy stuff happening in the receiver market, right? <laughs> Everyone's Every getting day, Speaking of what Kyler just experienced with people whispering, yo, Kyler, you're about to get paid, right? Not just to the front office, to Kyler, you're about to get paid. The Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown and these guys are out here saying, what? Who got what? How much? <laughs> now, everyone's trying to get that's paid. Exact, hey, that's exactly how it goes. Mm-hmm. They paid who? <laughs> Keep setting the market. No question. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Let's get back to the NBA, guys. The Grizzlies are up two games to one, and nothing seemed natural all night long. Three seconds left. Hand it back to John Moran, who throws the basketball up into the scoreboard above the floor. Y'all hear that growl up there? Oh, my goodness. We got dogs on this side, man. Is that what that is? We got dogs over here. We ain't got no chihuahuas either. Big German (laughs) Shepherds. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, your smart speakers. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and we have the great Frank Isola with us right now. Yes, Network, Sirius XM, NBA Radio, uh, Around the horn, panelist, what does Frank not do? Frank, what's going on, man? What's up, Frank? Boys, boys, what's up? How's everybody doing? Big night Frankie. in the NBA. Big night in the NBA. How, what, what's up? What do you, what's fig- up, what do you figure with, the, with this Grizzlies coming? I mean, Ja wasn't even that good, and they came come back down 26, Frank. I'm watching that game last night, and especially when one of uh, Jay's Duke guys is in there, Tyus Jones and Brandon Clark and Desmond Bain. And I'm watching, and I'm thinking, this is why they went 20-5 and five without Ja. They're just, they are a tough team. And he, Ja's right. There's a lot of bite to that team. And that's why after uh, Minnesota you know, won their playing game against the Clippers, which was a great win. They came from 10 nothing. You know, they, had a, they were down 10 in the fourth quarter. They did a lot of talking. <laughs> you know, and then you you got to be able to back that up. And come on, guys. We've been we've been around. We've seen some bad home playoff losses. I've been to a bunch of Madison Square Garden featuring the Knicks with Reggie Miller. <laughs> You're up 26, and then you lose that lead, and then you go up 20 again. you got to win that game. They didn't even score 100 points in a game that they were up 26 and lost the game. I don't think I've ever seen that before. That is about as bad of a home loss as you can get. And I think the Grizzlies finally were the Grizzlies last night. I don't think they were – they didn't play that well. I didn't really think in the first two games. But they came to life in the second half. They showed a lot of bite, that team. Don't worry, Frank. You, you can just go home if you're Carl Anthony Towns and have some wine and everything will be fine. You know? Everything will be totally fine. Yeah, I, I, I think he's channeling. I think he thinks, well, that's what LeBron or maybe Kyrie would say after the game. You, you, you can't say something like that. Jay's I mean, reaction, I think about exactly. Couple, that was exactly Jay's reaction. He thinks he's LeBron. Yeah, I think he – and you know what? 
when LeBron says it, you, you say to yourself, okay, LeBron says that, but LeBron also goes to the finals every year, and he's won, what is it, four titles. Like, at this stage of your career, when you've only won what? Now it's two career playoff games? Mm-hmm. You, you can't say something like that. You've you got to provide a little bit more than that. Why you picked up that fifth foul when you did, that's that's just not good enough. I don't know, maybe struggling a little bit with the idea that it's, you know, that Anthony Edwards has kind of become the guy on this team. But, you know, you look at their home win that they had against the Clippers, he had a really rough game. And then you look at what happened last night. You're the leader of that team. I mean, you cannot allow your team to lose that game. And, you know, I don't want to age myself here, but I've been at a bunch of games with Patrick Ewing. If Patrick Ewing played like that in a game that the Knicks lost by 26, uh, it would be splashed all over the back pages for a few days about Patrick Ewing. Frank Isola, Yes Network, Sirius XM, NBA Radio, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Frank, speaking of a big-time player and a big-time moment, I'm watching Golden State and Denver play last night, and I know that Jokic had 37-15. and 15. And those numbers to people that wake up and see it in the box score, they look tremendous, right? But there were plays down the stretch, a turnover to Aaron Gordon on the lob pass. He got his pocket ripped by Draymond Green down the stretch as well. And I'm looking at it saying, doesn't the MVP player get you at least one win in a series like this to create a gentleman sweep? Like, they're going to get swept 4-0. Like, isn't that get the impact that Jokic has or the lack thereof in this game down the stretch? Isn't that concerning about the MVP? No, I, I, I think that that's fair. And didn't they get swept last year? So, you know, they've lost a lot of playoff games in a row here. And he's got to be able to make better plays, especially at home. A lot of that does have to fall on him. And I think, you know, clearly I think it's a two-man race with the MVP. The vote's already in, but it's Jokic and obviously Joel Embiid. And look at the way that Embiid has played. Embiid had his best moment probably in the playoffs the other night against Toronto with that huge shot that he made. And here's Jokic about to get swept out of the playoffs. They did have a lead in the fourth quarter. He had a couple of miscues down the stretch. It needs to be better. When you are that kind of player, you know, we hold all of them, you know, whether it's, you know, former MVPs like Kevin Durant and it's LeBron, you know, you're held to a different standard, and Jokic has not met that standard in the playoffs. Frank, you know, we talk about Jokic and the standard in the playoffs, but look, there's a guy at the Nets and Kevin Durant. They're down 0-2 or 0-0 or however you want to say it nowadays to the Celtics. Does this fall on Kevin Durant's shoulders as a player because he hasn't necessarily shown up in these games? I think it does. You know, I heard the great Jay Williams, I think it was last week, you talking about Kyrie. I think you called him, you know, maybe the best offensive guard of all time or the most talented. You know, a lot of us have called Kevin Durant maybe the best offensive player for a, a guy his size in the NBA, and those guys went one for 17. So you start naming all the great duos in the NBA, whether it's, you know, Magic and Kareem, Shaq and Kobe, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, if those guys go one for 17 on the road, you're just not going to win the game. So we could talk about adjustments. And should Goran Dragic have been back in the game a little bit earlier? What are the Nets doing offensively in the fourth quarter? They're not moving the ball. You know, your two best players went one for 17, and Kevin Durant was 0 for 10. Kevin Durant is too good of a player. And in that moment, the team needed you. And I think, you know, if you look at game one on that final possession for uh, Boston, you know, when they grabbed the rebound, all five Celtics touched the ball and ended with the Tatum layup at the buzzer, you know, uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving were, were caught ball watching there on that play. They, they did not make a play in the crucial moment of the game. And then in the fourth quarter, when the team needs them, and I, get, I, I don't think their shots, for the most part, were terrible. I mean, to me, they, they missed a lot of makeable shots. But Tatum and Brown started facilitating a little bit more. The ball was moving for the Boston Celtics. All these teams in the NBA seem to be better when the ball moves. 
Yet when they're losing, it seems like they get caught up in this thing where, all right, now we have to do – I have to go one-on-one. I have to isolate, and that never seems to work out. Should we see Ben Simmons on Saturday if he's ready to go, Frank, to give him some defensive help? I, I said that yesterday. I, I don't understand how you would know you're ready to – you're going to be ready Monday, but you can't be ready Saturday. I, I, don't, I don't get that. Like, if, if, the, if the Chiefs had a playoff game – on a Monday, there was a Monday playoff game this year. Can you or can you imagine if uh, Patrick Mahomes said, "Well, I don't know if I could play. If we play Saturday, I won't be able to play. But two days later, I could play." And that's football. I don't understand how you could be out since June twentieth and know you could play in Game Four, but not in Game Three. It doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me? Maybe they're looking at it is if they win Game Three, there's a little less pressure on Ben Simmons. But I mean, you guys tell me, could he be more than just a situational player at this point? You're going to have him in the game. You're going to have him in the game late in a close game where he'd be in a position to get fouled. It's almost unfair to him. He hasn't played since June 20th, and the last time he played, I think it was 15 or 14 or 45. He went from the free throw line. He didn't want to shoot, and when he had to shoot right. from the free throw line, he couldn't make free throws. I don't know how you're going to stick him in to all of a sudden a high price. But now you're in situations. The next two games it doesn't matter if the Nets win, win Saturday. Monday's still, for the most part, a must-win. I don't know how you could stick him in there and expect really to get much out of him. I'm with you, Frank. Hey, quick yes or no. Is Kevin Durant still the best player in the world? We got 30 uh, seconds, Frank. I do. and uh, I, I did all their games this year. They're, the guy does things that just it, it blows me away how good he is. He is not. He did not have a great game, too. But I, I think he'll have a big game three on Saturday. I okay. still believe that he is. Sounds like you're on the fence, though, He's Frank. the goodest player in the world, but is he the greatest? <laughs> you find out about greatness right now. He's the goodest. I agree with that. And that is the great Frank Isola, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Frank, as All always. Right, Frankie. Thanks, guys. An old favorite. Back to the top. That's next on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.